Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. If you are like a lot of my women clients, you're successful, you're smart, you're kind, you're, you're even somebody's good friend, but perhaps you feel defeated because you are successful in every part of your life except for this part, finding love. You might have a couple of interactions or moments where you meet someone that piques your interest, but in the end, you're either bored, you lack chemistry, or you're uninterested. So you try all these different things, right? Tactics, sites, you meet a couple of men that maybe has that potential, and then you fire a bunch of interview questions at him to see if he's even worth your time, and only in the end to find that you feel nothing <laughs> and you have no clue why it's so hard to attract love in your life, especially when the other areas are so easy. And you wonder if you'll ever find someone you're actually compatible with. So you throw in the towel and you say, you know what? I'd rather be single than to settle. And it's so frustrating, right? I mean, why is it so darn hard to find love? And then you start questioning, well, what is it that you are doing? What is wrong? But what if I told you that this is partly due to your lack of feminine charm and sexy confidence? I know it kind of sounds simplistic, but I mean, you might be a very confident and social person. But when it comes to turning on that feminine flair and energy, that might be something that either you're not used to doing, that's totally foreign to you, and you don't really understand how to do it, or it's just plain old uncomfortable, right? So the big question then remains, how do you show that feminine charm? Especially nowadays, you know, right? It's such a hot topic. I, I speak to so many women and, you know, let's face it, women are getting uber powerful, right? Like in the workforce and you're amongst all this masculine energy. Either you have a bunch of men that you work with, but or you have to be in your masculine in order to get things done. There's also all these fears that, you know, of being sexually objectified with the whole Me Too movement, and we're just in an interesting era. And here's the thing. I believe that we are in a state of recalibration. I think I think we're trying to figure out the balance, right? We can't go back to the 60s and be maybe what femininity was. But I think we, it's like the pendulum effect. We've gone so far the other way that a lot of women are in a state of confusion. So we're recalibrating. And what's interesting, there's this new research that, that just got published in the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin. And they found that so fascinating. Feminine charm, using feminine charm is an impression management technique that combines both friendliness and flirtation. And I think that's right. And that could help women not only, you know, get the man they want, but also just get what they want in general. But it, you know, it, it's used, I think, differently today. There's a great article in Women's Health about a study 
of two women of equal attractiveness car shopping. Check this out. Okay. One, they instructed to be playful. And she greeted the seller by smiling warmly, looking the seller up and down, touching the seller's arm, and incorporating a little playful wink as she asked, what's your best price? And in contrast, the other woman was told to act serious. So she shook hands when she met the seller and said, it's a pleasure to meet you, and then asked, what's your best price in a very serious tone? Lo and behold, the outcome was that the male sellers gave the playful woman more than $100 off the selling price, and the woman who used the more serious approach ended up spending 20% more. Fascinating, right? I can just see your eyes rolling, by the way. I see it. (laughs) Look, you know, this is kind of an example of something that happened, and it doesn't mean that you have to be Marilyn Monroe next time you go car shopping or you're out on a date. But what you can look at is this is an example of maybe some of the things that you can do on a date to see if you get a result just like as if you were buying a car, right? And just to highlight this effect, um, there was this successful woman that I recently began to work with, and she, you know she had difficulties owning her sexy confidence, even though she was extremely confident. I mean, this woman was a badass at work, um, very social, very friendly, but not flirty. She was not flirty when it came to dating men. And when we first talked, she disclosed to me that she was very fearful, actually, of showing that side of her, especially working in a man's world. And growing up, she said that she didn't have a lot of female, like feminine role models. And in fact, she was ridiculed by her mom quite often if she wore anything that was too sexy. So she became more comfortable being successful and not cultivating that part of her. She was so busy being busy that she was running her love life like she was in a boardroom. And when I saw her, her movements were fast. She was walking like a mile a minute. (laughs) You know, when I met her, uh, when she spoke, she had a more serious tone, you know, in the way that she spoke and very factual in her conversations. So in our work together, I had to inject her with a little My Fair Lady mixed with the modern Wonder Woman. To me, it was like the 2.0 version of femininity. And that is what resonated with her. And so I worked with her on her body language, her tonality, the way she communicated so that she would use more feeling-based words. And of course, her dating wardrobe. I had to put a little sexy twist on her conservative work style that she had. And it was just, it was beautiful to watch the transformation as she started to learn how to date smarter, not harder with her new feminine charm. So you see, you can be successful and feminine. You just need to learn how, and especially now. This is so important because when you turn on that feminine flair, men will see you as a dateable woman, not as a business partner or a friend, or worse yet, be intimidated by you. 
which by the way, are men's first impression of you when you are in your masculine. That is all they see. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Kim, I don't want to dumb down for a guy or change who I am or be that like girly girl just to get a guy to like me. I mean, if he doesn't get me, then he is not my guy. But here's the thing. This isn't about dumbing down or changing who you are. It is about giving the guy the signals that you're open, that you're approachable, and that you're dateable. There's a big difference there. So you can be successful, you can be smart, and you can be feminine all at the same time. And I'm going to give you a guide right now so that you know how to use your feminine charm, especially when it comes to dating. And by the way, a lot of this stuff relates to just things in life, as you heard the example about maybe the next time you're buying a car, you want to try this, ladies. Okay. So tip number one, and this is something I work on with clients all the time, shake off your day and give yourself time. And if you're coming from work or you're taking care of the kids, you're stressed out, your mind is in a million places, you're in your masculine, it's really important that you don't schedule a date right after work or in a high, you know, or a high stress situation. Instead, plan a date where you give yourself at least an hour to pamper yourself, you shake things off, get into your feminine energy of receiving. Because when you're in that work mode, you carry that with you, you, you know, right onto the date or right into that social event. You're, you know, you're more masculine in your body language and the way that you're communicating. So if you provide yourself that time, you will relax and be more in your body. You'll be lighter. Okay. And so this relates to the second tip, and that is getting out of your head and into your body. When you're, you know, here's the thing. You have to be date ready mentally and physically. And I tell my clients all the time, I may have talked about this on another podcast, but, you know, make a date prep plan for yourself. So within that hour, what can you do to get out of all the things that are swimming in your head and be more in your body? So maybe you put on lingerie and you're dancing around. Create a playlist from Spotify of something that makes you feel sexy and dance around. You know, um, taking salsa dancing lessons is awesome because it is a very sensual dance and it also forces you to be more in your feminine and let the man lead. I'll never forget, I don't know if I told this story, but when I first got divorced, I took salsa dancing lessons. And it was fascinating to me because I had no awareness of this whatsoever. But when I first was learning and the guys would ask me to dance, they all had the same feedback for me. You know, why are you so stiff? And why are you trying to lead the dance? Let me lead the dance. <laughs> and it was like, it was a huge shock, you know, and, a, and an awareness piece for me that I didn't even know I was doing that. And when I think about it now, and I think this happens to so many of us, that sense of control was so important to me in a time where I felt very out of control. And so 
I was trying to control my body movements. I was trying to control the men. And God knows, I'm sure I was doing that even on dates. So doing things like that, you know, pole dancing, salsa dancing lessons, um, just, you know, anything that it makes you feel sensual is really going to help you you know, be seen as a more feminine person. I will say too, and this relates to one of the other tips that I'm about to give you, but I do think it relates to just getting in your body. That part of the body of a woman that's very sensual is the hip area. And I find that a lot of tension is carried in the hips. And so if you can do any kind of movements before you go on a date where you're swiveling your hips and loosening that place up, (laughs) it's going to really come across to a man. All right. So that's tip number two. Number three is create a feminine flair with your wardrobe. You knew I was going to have this topic. I know I beat it like a dead horse. But let me just say, once again, you want to look your best on a date. And a lot of times you are not paying attention to what you're putting on, especially if you're coming right from work. I never, ever recommend that. But if if you are going right from work, make sure you bring a change of clothes. And it doesn't have to be a whole new outfit. It can be simply changing out your shoes to a sexier heel. It could be just slipping on you know, a a leather jacket and swapping that out for your granny sweater because you put it on because your office is cold. That just isn't sexy, ladies. (laughs) So whenever you're meeting a man for the first time, embrace your feminine, sexy side. Put away the boyfriend jeans. I know you think they're super cute, but guys don't normally find that sexy when you're, you know, you have a saggy butt in your jeans. Um, The Uggs and the corporate blazers all should go. Slip on a sexy pair of heels, a gorgeous dress that just, you know, you'll, you'll carry yourself differently in a dress. And of course, you know, if time permits, I always recommend if you can fixing up your hair and if you can, you know, go to the dry bar, if it's a special date, you want to get your hair styled, get a mani-pedi, all of this stuff matters. It really does. And again, it does send a signal to the men that, you are this feminine woman who's paying attention to some of these things, but also it makes a difference in the way that you feel as a woman. You know, when you wear a skirt and you create softness, the guys pay attention to that. They see that. It's different from what they wear, right? And so that's the feminine piece. Trust me, the men absolutely love it. I'll never forget a a woman said to me, she's like, well, you know, I'm going on a date and it's very casual and I just don't want to overdress, you know, if we're going someplace casual. And my response was, I've never, ever in a million years, first of all, had a guy come up to me or get any kind of feedback from a guy and said, oh, you know what? That girl, she was just so dressed up. It was disgusting. I was so turned off. No, that's not going to happen. Guys love it. So what if you're a little more dressy than the guys? Good. You'll be memorable. He'll he'll want more. He'll want to, you know, see you in that dress. And the other thing I'll say is that you don't have to wear a dressy dress to something casual. You could wear a sundress. Guys love sundresses. That's very feminine. And what I love about the clothes is it will give you that what you know I call costume confidence that will, you know, even if you're not feeling very feminine, when you're wearing that, 
you might start embodying that and that energy will be read by the guy. So definitely, definitely, I can't like, I can't stress that part enough. It's the easiest, fastest way of kind of getting out of that masculine energy. Um, there, you know, was a, a lawyer that I was working with and it was so funny. She came right from work wearing that corporate suit. She had like a turtleneck on and wearing these flat shoes. And I think her suit was, you know, just that navy blue suit that, you know, accountants and, and lawyers tend to wear. And she's like, yeah, I just thought it would be easier because I was coming from work. You, you know, I don't have time to go and change. And I like, I wanted to slap her. I said, that's not the point. Then, you know, you knew you were coming here to learn how to flirt. And we had just gone shopping to get her some fabulous flirty clothes. But in her head, she was thinking on a more practical sense. And so I told her what I want to tell you. That is, yes, there's certain times where things become practical and, and is out of your control, especially if you're meeting somebody on the fly or if you're, you know, in an airplane or whatever it is. But when you have time to plan, think about ways that you can, you know, change out your outfits and plan for that because then you're putting more energy and intention with it too. It's when you don't care that actually that message sends, you know, the signal to the guys that you don't care. And in fact, that night that I met her and I was teaching her this stuff, a guy that we met gave her that feedback that he was kind of not wanting to approach her because he had seen her before I got there and told her later on, you know, I wasn't really going to approach you because you looked kind of intimidating in that suit. And she, got, her eyes got really wide. I'm like, you know what? I can tell you to the cows come home, but there was something about a guy actually giving her the same feedback is when it all clicked. So I share that story with you so that next time you think about what you're wearing next time you're out on a date. Okay. So that's number three. Obviously I'm uh, focusing on that a lot because it's just the easiest way to really embody that femininity thing that we're talking about. Tip number four, use feminine body movements and signals. Oh, body language is so powerful. It's again, 93% of communication is nonverbal. It is a fundamental communication tool in dating and attraction. And it is an elaborate subconscious signal system that has the power to give you unique insight into how your dating is actually unfolding. I mean, it's like silent messages being sent back and forth, both from the man and the woman. And what I teach women, especially they're, you know, not used to just paying attention to some of that stuff is really starting simple, you know, like frequent eye contact, for instance, is something that a lot of, you know, people in general don't do, but when you do it, it can be so effective. And when I say frequent, that doesn't mean constant. There's a difference, right? Like you don't want to just sit there and stare. That's aggressive. That's masculine and weird. <laughs> but learning kind of the, the three second rule where you're looking at a guy, then you look down, then you look back, that's showing interest. And that is very feminine. So um, that's, that's a really quick thing that you could practice right away. Um, also, of course, smiling, laughing, 
you know, those that providing lightness to you. There was a, um, a woman who in her delivery, when she would communicate, she had a very kind of staccato way that she talked and she kind of talked like this and it was very to the point and kind of monotone almost. And even though it was hard for her to vary her tonality at first, because I later had to teach her how to do that, because believe it or not, tonality is grouped together with body language. When I told her to smile as she was delivering some of her messages. It made a huge difference. It added some warmth and femininity to the way that she was talking. Um, Other little body movements and tricks, you know, really be cognizant of your arms. Like if crossing your arms says, don't come near me, I'm bossy or I'm scared or, you know, it's kind of like a low confidence and closed off body language. Um, slow down your walk. Oh my gosh, ladies, I can't tell you how many people I coach who are racing through the bars or racing through the market and you miss so much. Slow down, smell the roses, look at who's looking at you because you are missing so many opportunities to catch someone's eyes and embrace it. That is feminine. And if wearing heels helps you slow down, which often it does, That's why it's a great tool. So that's something you could practice, right? You could take a pair of heels, go to the market, and just walk around and see if it makes a difference in the way that guys look at you and then report back to me. I'd love to hear about that. Okay, tip number five, feminine communication. What is that, right? I mean, this could be a whole other podcast, but what I'll say is The biggest difference that I find between, you know, something that's a little more business communication or masculine communication tends to be more direct. It tends to be a little more staccato, a little more serious, to the point, and more factual. So when you flip that and you're in your feminine and you give compliments and you're playful and you tell stories and you use more feeling words and conversations, that can make a huge difference in the way that guys see you. And watch your tonality. As I said before, if you're monotone and you're kind of harsh in the way that you talk, that can be perceived as more masculine. When you lighten up and you go up when you talk, kind of like I just did, that's way more feminine, bubbly, and fun. Okay, so hopefully that made sense. You know, overall, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed because, again, these little things that you could do, it's just like maybe taking one thing in each of those tips and trying it out and trying it on for size and seeing the impact that it has. And you have to practice, right? So, all right. I want to read this letter that I got, and it's so perfect for the show and relates to what we're talking about. She says, hi, Kim. I'm trying to figure out why I can't get past date three. I'm not shy. I'm very successful and I think fun, but perhaps I'm a bit guarded at first, and I've been told that I come across as confident and intimidating. I know it's hard to tap 
into the feminine sensual side of me. So I wonder if I'm not giving those signals. I guess I never really learned how to be that girly girl growing up in a home of brothers. And my studies and work were always more important. Is it too late to become a lady? Not so much my fair lady. Oh gosh. <laughs> of course, it's not too late. First of all, I don't know how old you are, but it's never too late. I've, I coached a woman who was 73 years old the other day who had this stuff going on and it was not too late. And again, you don't have to be my fair lady of the 60s, right? And I can imagine that the thought of cranking up your feminine flair and sex appeal must be completely awkward, foreign, and uncomfortable for you, given that you just never learned it. But here's the thing. If you continue dating as a you know, like treating each date like a business meeting, men are going to continue to see you as a business partner or a friend or just a nice person. So first off, I want to say all of this is no different than learning a new language. I've talked about this before, but this femininity piece, I truly believe is a language that everyone can learn. If you never learn to speak this kind of stuff, right, growing up, how are you supposed to know it? So you just need to be taught how and practice it so that it becomes you. I mean, just like you would if you were learning Spanish or German. You have to know the words, know what to say, and then practice until you are able to speak it. So that's the first thing I want to say. Number one tip that I would have for you is think about your own definition of femininity. You know, what are your fears that come up when you hear that word? What do you hate? What comes up for you when you think about being that sexy girl? Do you cringe? Do you roll your eyes? Do you have like, you know, a pit in your stomach? And and try to connect what that's about. Like, are there attachments to that related to old messages you got growing up? Maybe there's references or associations you're having around that. Maybe it's a social thing, then you're just having fears. Maybe you were traumatized as a child. I think it's really important to know where it's coming from before you correct it. That's the therapist to me, of course. And usually what I help people with. And once we figure out what that is, then it's flipping the switch. So then after you figure that out for yourself, knowing kind of what is a myth or your old gremlins versus what is reality? Because the reality is, is you can be a feminine and sexy woman. You just need to know how, right? So number two, start watching movies. Think of about icons, influencers. Maybe, maybe there's a friend who's really good at it and just watch her. So observe and absorb. That's the key. Once you have that marination process happen to you, then it's time to practice, practice, practice. And any of the tips that I just gave you would really work and go over well, but you have to start practicing. Just pick one and even gamify it. I tell people to do that all the time. Say, okay, you know, when you're at the grocery store, smile at two guys and then the next day, try to do five guys. And then the next day, try to smile and then talk to 10 guys. You know, like keep upping the ante for yourself. And if you make it a game, it might be more fun for you rather than daunting. And, you know, if you, if you start doing this stuff, I, I know, I know all these little mini successes will add up to the bigger win. And you will learn to embody your sexy confidence. 
Because remember, you can be smart, you can be successful and feminine all at once. You just need to know how, and hopefully I just told you a little bit how. So that was a lot, I know, a big topic, but thank you for joining me today. As always, this has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kim Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you are listening to this and realize that your sexy confidence needs a boost, then just sign up for a free call with me and we'll figure it out. You know, we'll crack the code. I'll give you ideas on how to turn on that feminine charm. It is different for everyone. As I was explaining to you, we all have different associations that come with it. And remember, it takes dedication. It takes hard work to achieve what you want. So I, you know, you can... Use me to kick you in the butt for that. <laughs> and I also have a really fun announcement around this. I am going to be doing Flirt Academy workshops, woohoo, nationwide in conjunction with the Great Love Debate. So let me know if you're interested in coming to one of those or if me coming to your hometown, if you want to gather some women together. Um, you know, if you build it, I will come and also I will let you know where I am supposed to go. Our first one is going to be May 6th in North Carolina, Charlotte. So then I'm going to teach you hands on how to be feminine and charming all at the same time. So stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.